This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Nerds Friends. My name is Cody Leach. As always, I'm joined by Christian Garcia. See? See! Welcome to the program, everybody. Nerdy podcast for the nerds by us nerds. Uh, Today we're going to be talking a little bit about Black Adam, the newest entry into the DCEU, and kind of what it means for the future of the DC Extended Universe. Um, Before we do that... uh, Make sure you like and subscribe if you're on the old YouTubes. If you're on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify, just follow us. We do appreciate that. If you want to take it one step further, help support the show, check out patreon.com slash nerdswithfriends. Um, very easy to find. A couple dollars goes a long way. We appreciate it. All right. Let's uh, start the show as we normally do with some nerdy confessions where we confess the things that make us nerds Christian. Bye. What you got for me? Nerdy confession. I bought um, Gotham Knights. I mm-hmm. went against my gut <laughs> after reading the reviews. Um, I, I saw like a lot of people were were shitting on it, and I was like, I'm not gonna read it. I, I want to make. I want to have my own opinion on it. Uh, and then I did see some good stuff, and some people were saying like, Oh, it's awesome. It's great. Um, popped it in. Took like an hour for it to load. And yeah, I'm, I'm like probably like two hours into it, and it's not the greatest. I had high hopes in the beginning. Yeah. The cutscenes were good, the graphics are great, and I was like, oh, okay. Uh, they explain, um, you know, they gave it away. Batman's dead, and they show like what had right. happened. I was like, all right, like maybe maybe it is gonna be a good game. And you get to pick uh, either Red Hood, Bat, um, Batgirl, Robin, or Nightwing. And I was like, I'm gonna go Red Hood. Like, see what it's like. And I can't switch, and I wish I can because it's he, he's really slow. Yeah. Um, he's really, really slow, and the physics is off. Like, And I don't know if maybe he's just a heavy set, slow character, but uh, and I'm hoping maybe if I get later on get to switch um, that it, it plays a little better. But I, I don't understand, like, why didn't they just use the mechanics of the other Gotham games? Because it's uh, a different studio. No, I thought it was Rocksteady, wasn't it? No, 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 no. Oh, it is? It's different. It's different. Rocksteady, their new game is going to be uh, the Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. Okay. So this is by a different studio, and I think that's kind of the problem is that a lot of people thought it's just going to be like Arkham Knights, but with four different characters, or I mean Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, um, and it's it's not. It's just like a... It's, I don't know what other games that studio has done, but um, it's kind of like a cheap knockoff version of that. It really is. No, I mean, they, yeah. like that's a great way of, uh, of putting it. And But the thing is, they really did try to copy. Like, I don't know. I feel like they should get sued because <laughs> how much, like, 
they tried to do the mechanics and even the buttons. I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. I'm going to hop into this. Because I've replayed those games a bunch of times. Like, yeah. oh, I'm going to get the hang of this real quick. And mm-hmm. no, it's off. And, like, you press a button, then you wait, and then, like, it'll move. It's kind of like uh, Elden Ring where, like, yeah. it, it doesn't move that fast. Like, okay, so I have to get used to the timing of this. Interesting. Um, yeah, man. I mean, I'm going to finish it because it was, like, 70 bucks. And I just, ever since playing Magic, everything equates to decks mm-hmm. and cards. I'm like, that's two fucking decks I could have bought right there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you know, I've, I've kind of held off on that one. I figure I'll try it out when it goes on sale or something. But, yeah, from the way they showed it, it looked, I'm just like, uh, this doesn't, this looks like a cheaper, shittier version of, you know, Arkham City. And, you know, what made those games so great was how fluid the combat was and how, you know, the stealth and the combat were, like, tied together so well. Um, and this one just looks like it wasn't going to be as good. It looks like, you know, kind of like Marvel Ultimate Alliance, where... It's another great way of putting it, yes. Where it's like, you know, it's just a very basic thing, and the fun is supposed to come from doing, like, multiplayer online, you know, having two or three of your buddies with you kind of That's That's... When I was debating, when I saw the reviews, and then I saw that it's actually co-op, where you can have two mm-hmm. people... Or two people can play at the same time. I was like, all right, I'm definitely going to do it. I was like, on the chance that Cody gets it, you know, we can we can play this and see how it goes. Um, but, yeah, man, I'll probably tell you to save your money. Don't do it. <laughs> I'll, I'll just suffer through it. Yeah, maybe you'll go on sale for Black Friday. Maybe I'll pick it up then or something. Um, my nerdy confession uh, is I, I just started playing a new game um, on the phone called Marvel Snap. That's taken the nation by storm. That's cr- I keep getting, like, ads everywhere for that. Yeah, so apparently in its first week of coming out, um, I think it – it's made them uh, made Marvel like you know five million dollars or something like that. It's it's something it's made Disney five. Million. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. And uh, it's it's a fun game. It's uh, it's free to play. Um, obviously, Until you want to buy stuff. Yeah, like ex- different skins or different. Exactly. Um, I want Professor Hulk. I yeah, want Savage Hulk. Um, one thing is that um, I think that it's not set up very well to um yeah two million dollars launch week revenue um the uh it's not set up very well for those microtransactions because like i went in there and i'm like oh i got all this gold all these power gems or whatever the fuck they're called and i'm like oh i would like to buy like you know new cards or whatever but you can't unlock new cards that way which i mean i guess is fair because that way it would would be pay to win if you could just kind of buy whichever cards but like the only real way to get new cards is leveling up um, and you can, you can help yourself level up by spending real money in it if you want. But for the most part, it is a pretty decent free to play game. Nice. Um, and it's it's very uh, it's very fast paced. There's only six rounds or six turns, I, I should say, and um, you're basically playing to control these three different zones. Um, the first on the first turn. The first zone unlocks and it, it shows you what it's that zone's power is and then on subsequent turns the other ones open up and tell you what their powers are you can play cards in any zone anytime um but uh, when the power is revealed you know sometimes it'll be like oh you know only only cards power four and higher can go here um or like you won't be able to put cards in this zone after turn three Stuff like that. So there, it, there's a, enough variation in gameplay where the small deck size um, doesn't really hurt you at all. So it's a, it's a fun game. Pretty quick, fast-paced. 
Um, I don't know how long it's going to keep me engaged. Magic the Gathering is definitely a more involved game with way more, you know, cards and and mechanics and stuff. And it's a lot more rewarding when you pull off a cool combo in Magic than it is on um, Marvel Snap. But hey, you know, it's a fun. You know, if you're waiting in line at DMV or whatever, it's a fun fun game to check out. I don't know if I can get into a, a mobile card game not after ha- having cards again. Yeah. And opening packs. Yeah. And I know you can open chests in like a mobile game, but it's not the same. It, that's right. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely not the same. And there's you know, your deck is so much smaller. I, f- I forget. It's I think it's like a twelve card deck or something, or um, sixteen cards or something like that. Very small deck size. So. You, you play most of your cards at every every game kind of thing. So, um, but yeah, fun. Check it out. Marvel Snap. It's uh, sweeping the world right now. Uh, we'll see. Hopefully, it has some good longevity. Maybe they'll make a maybe they'll make a physical version of it if it does well enough. Who knows? Um, Okie dokie. Well, I think we'll take a uh, quick little break. Actually, before a break, let's do our um, um, spoiler-free review of Shazam. Should people go? Not Shazam. Black Adam. <laughs> That's what he says when he turns. Exactly. Shazam. Shazam. Uh, yeah, let's do our spoiler-free review. So for those of you who haven't seen it, don't worry. Um, we'll, we'll kind of give our opinions of the movie, let you know if it's worth seeing in theaters. What did you think, Christian? I love The Rock. I'm trying to think if there's a rock movie I saw that I didn't like. I can't think of I'm sure there's not great rock movies. Yeah. <clears throat> I enjoyed it. Uh, he was great. Um, I would say... Go watch it for the action. Yeah, that's kind of the same thing for me. I, you know, I think it's a, it's fine. You know, it's definitely <laughs> not. Uh, it's not going to break a bunch of new ground as far as superhero movies go. But the action was great. I thought the action and special effects were phenomenal. Um, I think that the the main problems I had about it, and we'll get into it in more detail after our little break. Um, once we're talking spoilers, I think the main problem is. Um, there was a lot of plot holes and, um, some of the character acting wasn't great, but when, when the director or whoever actually let the charisma of, of certain actors come through, then it was great. Like there was some witty, witty lines and stuff like that that made it really fun. But overall, you know, it was, it was entertaining. Like I, I'd, uh, I'd throw it, throw it on on a Sunday afternoon if I was bored kind of thing. Um, but it's not one of those things where I was like, oh my God, you know, DC movies will never be the same. You know, it's, well, that is true, but it's only because James Gunn has joined. Yeah. He's now going to be like the Kevin Feige of the DC. Yeah. So, so that, yeah, that is some nerdy news that, uh, James Gunn and I forget the other guy's name. There's two of them. Doesn't matter. James (laughs) Gunn is there. That's all we care about. Um, is now being like the head executive producer of the DCEU movies, which, which I think is what they needed. Yeah, I mean, like, I a, I'm happy. I'm actually way happy because this means that we're probably going to start seeing some better um, yeah. content coming out of DC. Uh, DC. Like, uh, I love uh, Peacemaker, so I love what he did with it, and we'll probably see more of that. And, I and, and see the new he, Suicide Squad was great. Yes, the new Suicide Squad, which I guess recently I was reading it didn't do too well. I thought, I thought it did well in theater, but I guess it didn't. I don't mm, know. I, I wasn't know. tracking the money. But what makes me sad is we're not going to get any... James Gunn in, in Marvel. Marvel. So Yeah. Well, I think he said Guardians 3 was going to be like his last deal anyway or yeah. something. So But at the same time, I do want to see James Gunn be able to do some more R-rated stuff on mm-hmm. the DC side cuz I feel like Disney is still kind of like, you know, dabbling in it, like kind of like 
yeah. pressing their toes in it, but they're not going full yet. So we'll see. Yeah, I, I think I think you know if you love or hate uh, uh, James Gunn, doesn't really matter. I think the main point is that there is one overarching person in control who can tie these threads together and yeah, make take it that cohesive. shit away from Zack Snyder. Fucking yeah, it's had enough time with it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I I have high hopes for it, and I think this, you know, th this movie, uh, for reasons we'll talk about under spoilers, can help kind of do a soft reboot almost of the DCEU, and hopefully lead it down a road of like cohesive, you know, storylines and stuff that all meld into each other. Um, but you know, we'll see. I think that you know the the change in leadership at at Warner Brothers has so far at least seemed to be a good thing. I know people were upset about Batgirl getting canceled, but um, I think that perhaps that movie didn't fit into their idea of a more co cohesive cinematic universe. Um, and hopefully, you know, it leads to better things. Yeah, unless they're trying to cater to uh, was it the the MCU crowd? Who knows? Maybe the they're D like oh, yeah. the DC EU, the, the DC. <laughs> Isn't that the same ring too? <laughs> yeah, DC Comics. Um, yeah, I, I I think you know I think that um, if if you just if you just tell the stories of of the DC Comics or Marvel Comics, you're going to get representation anyway um, because they they are very representative comics. At least they have been in the the newer you know. Uh, storylines, which is what most companies seem to kind of rely on, right? There's a lot of Marvel stuff that is taken from the Ultimate Universe. Um, DC has a lot of stuff from the New 52 universe, so I, I think we'll see plenty of diversity. And yeah, who knows? Maybe they'll make uh, Superman gay. Or no, it's his kid. I'm sorry. Yeah, his kid. Who, who they're calling Superman, because Clark Kent, I guess, retires or something. And he's bi, Christian. I forgot. Right? I'm sorry. You're right. <laughs> bye. Um, also, I think they announced that they're going to be doing an HBO show uh, focusing on John Stewart's Green Lantern. So that's that's going to be cool. Nice, very cool. Fun stuff coming out for DC. Yeah. So I'd say see Black Adam in theaters. Uh, it's you know worth the price of admission. It's not going to change your life, but I think you'll have a good time watching it overall. But all right, we're going to take a quick little break. When we come back, we're going to talk some spoiler talk of Black Adam. We'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. And we're back. All right, guys, we're going to be talking some spoilers of Black Adam, uh, the newest movie in the DC Comics 
Cinematic Universe, starring The Rock. Apparently, it's been in production or at least in some form of work working on since about 2008, 2009, um, with The Rock attached, which is crazy to think because, you know, Iron Man came out in 2008. So they have been trying to get this movie made since the birth of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> and it came out in 2022, which is crazy. It's because there was the black in the title. They're like, people aren't going to watch that. People aren't going to watch black people on screen. <laughs> Um, who knows? I mean, it. You know, there's, there's definitely been some. I mean, Marvel had a similar thing with the guy, who used to be in charge of like Marvel TV and stuff. Uh, who was like, yeah, th there's no one wants to watch a female-led movie, and that's why the Black Widow movie didn't get created till way later. Um, but yeah, let's talk about Black Adam. Um, so it's kind of the uh, Black Adam for those uninitiated is essentially a uh, villain from early Captain Marvel, aka shazam comic books um who basically was a uh he was originally i think from egypt and um he was picked as a champion of of the wizard shazam to uh you know help free his people but he turned evil like instantly <laughs> and then shazam, shazam or at that point Captain See, i agree with him. you that he's evil because in almost in every uh form i've seen him he's always been evil but when I was reading about it, he's actually he he flips, he goes back and forth. Um, yeah, in newer comics, he he has become kind of a Namor esque character, where he's he's an antihero of sorts, whose only whose only like real concern is protecting Kondok, which is his new retconned city um, that he belongs. Country, maybe city, country, country, country. I guess, country? I I guess it did focus on one area. Made up. Who cares? <laughs> um, and it's not racist because it's made up. So it's, it's made fine. up he exactly. <laughs> Um, so now, yeah, now he's kind of an anti-hero where he'll team up with the Justice League occasionally if he feels that him helping out will help save his country. Um, so, but originally he was just a villain. He was like, I think in the original comic pain, he, he was like, he turns to evil immediately after getting the, the powers of Shazam. Um, I think you would have vetted a yeah. little bit better. <laughs> I mean, that, that wizard doesn't seem to be doing a very good job of no. anything. He's like. I'll like, take this person. I'll take automatic this, evil. Automatic evil. Okay, how about a small child? <laughs> All right. Yeah, I mean, I guess he's fine. But oh no, he's giving his powers to literally everyone else. <laughs> cool. Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, I'm a I'm an eccentric wizard. Woo. Um, one thing I think that's interesting. Um, so with Shazam himself, um, he gets all of his powers are like the Greek gods, right? Or at least from Greek myth. So he's got like the strength of Hercules. No, that's Shazam, right? Shazam, yeah. I'm talking about Shazam. So Shams, Shazam's got like the strength of Hercules. It was, Oh no, what, sorry. It was like the wisdom of Solomon, the strength of Hercules. Uh, I don't remember what the, uh, something, oh, man, what was the a Apollo maybe or something. And then Zeus like lightning bolts. And then it doesn't matter. Anyway, um, <laughs> Uh, but what, what's funny is uh, with with Black Adam, they're actually it still spells out Shazam, but it's all Egypt, Egyptian gods. Um, so that's that's pretty cool. Uh, but you know what? We don't know those Egyptian gods, and I blame fucking American schooling for. This. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, okay, so here it is: uh, Wisdom of Solomon, Strength of Hercules, Stamina of Atlas, Power of Zeus, Courage of Achilles, and the Speed of Mercury. Um, and uh let's see here for for uh 
Tef Adam, or Black Adam as he's later known. He's got the stamina of Shu, the swiftness of Horus, the strength of Amon, the uh, wisdom of Zahuti, and the power of Aton, and the courage of Menin, Mehen. So those are all like... Uh, got the courage of men. Yeah, men. <laughs> it's men. Um, it, so they have the same powers and abilities. It's just weird that they reference different gods for both of them. Um, but basically, he's he's been asleep for you know 4,000 years or whatever it was, 2,000 years. And he's woken up by a female actor lady from... <laughs> From the, uh, I think she was she the one from Morbius. She looked kind of similar to the girl from Morbius, um, but I think that's where one of the one of the major major plot holes comes into play. So, Kondok is taken over by this this uh, gang of bad guys, of mercenaries and stuff, and they're being oppressed. The people of uh, Kondok are being uh, are being oppressed, and so she's like, "There's this, there's this uh, crown, the crown of." Uh, you know, magic or whatever. <laughs> I can't remember all the names. As you can tell, we studied before this episode. Yeah. So there's this crown that back <clears throat> in black and back in Black Adam's time um, was created out of uh, Eternium, which is this metal found only in Kondok. And the crown was uh, supposedly going to allow the king of Kondok to um, like make a deal with demons and stuff and come back and ha have demon powers. Um, so back in Black Adam's time, he stopped stopped that from happening. Um, but then the wizards were like, "Hey, you're you're really evil. We're gonna hold you in in prison. We're gonna imprison you forever." And that's like one of the first plot holes. It's like, okay, so he goes into the the king's castle, stops his king, who's gonna have demon powers from hell, from taking over the world, and he and he blows up the entire castle, essentially killing all the the guardsmen inside and the, and the the uh, wizards were like no that's bad you can't do that like well what the fuck do you give him power for you gave him power to stop the king from he didn't do it the way they wanted him to do it yeah they wanted we just thought you would like you know handcuff him or something we didn't know you'd go in there and kill everybody it's like oh you straight up gave him lightning powers you realize human <laughs> beings aren't lightning proof <laughs> um and so yeah they imprisoned him for that then it flash forward to modern day. Uh, the main character lady, I should I should learn her name, um, is uh, she's like. Did well, they so the character is Sarah Shahi. Sarah Shahi, um, she goes into. Uh, she's like, we've got a. I know this. I I know this crown exists because my grandmother used to tell me tales of this or whatever. And you're like, okay, that that makes sense, I guess. Um, and oh, her name is Adriana Tomas. Her character's name. Um, Oops, I thought that was her. <laughs> yeah, Adriana Tomas. I thought that was her actual name. Nope, because <laughs> if you look at Pierce Brosnan, says Doctor Fate. <laughs> I'm looking at a different IMDb than you. Uh, oh, you're right. <laughs> uh, so uh, she she's like, okay, I know this crown exists. If they if this gang that's or if these mercenaries who, who are oppressing us get get their power of this thing, you know, it'll mean terrible things for us and the whole world. So she sets out to find the thing that has not been found for, you know, thousands of years. And so she finds it and it immediately gets into the hands of the bad guys. Almost, you know, because there's a bad guy in her crew who finds it and it's just floating there, you know, with an open skylight in this mountain. And it was like, man, no one ever, no one ever went up there and poked around. Nope. Um, 
And so, yeah, so that's another big plot hole is she goes, she if she had done nothing, they never would have found that. No. Black Adam never would have been released. Nothing bad would have happened, right? They still would have been oppressed. They still would have been oppressed, sure. But the <laughs> but at least there's not a, a maniac with demon powers running around. You know it's what true. I mean? So so anyway, she goes in there and of course is instantly betrayed by one of her own. And um and then they're trying to they also awaken Black Adam who comes out and just immediately starts murdering people. Which like like I said, the action of the movie is great. You know, I think uh they could have very easily done like the Superman thing where he's just like punching people and stuff. And you know, they're, they're knocked down, but they're like groaning and stuff on the ground and stuff afterwards. No, he's ripping off arms yeah. and throwing people, you know, you know I, miles I, yeah, away. That was cool. I really, I really liked that. Um, I did think it was interesting. Like he just pops up and first decision. Well, I mean, he's evil. So it's for his first decision. I'm going to kill everyone. Yeah. He somehow knew that, um, these two, like the two people that survived, were the ones that released him. He's like, "All right, you guys are cool. You guys let me out of here. Yeah, you guys are fine." Yeah, and then he flies away, and and she's like, "You're the hero we need." He keeps saying, "I'm not a hero." We're like, "Okay," and then he proceeds for the entire movie to do mostly heroic <laughs> shit, right? I do like. I don't know in the comics if he's supposed to be like Doctor Doom, where, um, you know, he cares about his people and his like kingdom and that's that's it everyone else can go fuck themselves i did enjoy that it did make sense why he decided all right well uh conduct is still being oppressed and i'm gonna do something about it that was still cool and it did it it did i think it explains why he was doing heroic things yeah because he was saving the group people but he was doing it in a very fucking vicious way which is cool i like that yeah Uh, yeah i liked it i I mean i think i think that's definitely the way you play an anti-hero it's like He's he's doing this because he wants his people to be free. But even at the beginning, he's like, no, I don't I don't do heroic stuff this whole time. And, uh, you know, you, you don't need me. You don't need a hero. I'm like, OK, but I mean, how you're just going to stand by and all your people are just getting shit on every single day. And then he just Im- immediately turns. There was none of that, like none of them, like uh, showing him like the poverty that that the city lives in. He never sees any of that. She just kind of tells him that, yeah. and then, you know, he changes his mind instantly. He was also pretty quick to just accept that there was helicopters, missiles, yeah, uh, <laughs> guns. Yeah, no, nothing. There was none of that, like, fish-out-of-water things that you would see from someone who's been asleep for thousands of years. Um, he just instantly starts flying and catching missiles and dodging bullets and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, then you, you, they do show one scene where he gets hit with an Eternium missile, and it like actually cuts him, um, which that was kind of cool. But then that never comes into play again for the rest of the movie. <laughs> no, they were using it as fuel on their flying bikes and stuff. Yeah, but I mean to to be a weakness to Black Adam. Uh, I guess they didn't want to do too much kryptonite. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess. Um, and so, uh, and then the the that chick Adriana has a son who uh, was probably the most annoying kid in all of cinema. <laughs> More than short round. Yeah, probably just as much as short round. Damn, Pretty close. Maybe. And it, what's funny is he definitely feels like like the quintessential like 90s movie kid. He reminds me a lot of John Connor from Terminator 2. Where I, he, I love John Connor. What was wrong with John Con- uh, Connor? Well, I mean, the main thing, like the, the chemistry between Schwarzenegger and John Connor was, I see what very, much, okay, okay. was very much uh, what they were trying to do with Black Adam and this kid. They, I just, thought, right? they didn't give him a... It's oddly enough they didn't give him enough screen time to develop that 
bond, right. but it was still enough screen time where it was annoying. Yeah, exa- exactly, exactly. <laughs> it was uh, a weird, it was a weird duality. I, I think, I, I think that was a big thing. Is like you never, you never got to see kind of like any moments of vulnerability with the kid. The kid the whole time is just joking around. Meanwhile, Black Adam is murdering people in front of him, yeah. like ripping arms off. Actually, stuff. no, it would have made sense if like. He saw the kid. It reminded him of his kid. Yes. And he was like, they built this bond, and this is why I'm going to go and save him. Right. I don't know why they didn't do that. I don't know either. <laughs> I don't know either. It's very frustrating. Um, but, yeah, so the kid is just joking all the time, trying to give him catchphrases, which, like, don't get me wrong, that's fine as a setup, but it's just like that the entire time. He's never, like, he's, he's never in any point of vulnerability where it's like, like, what if his – what if his mom gets killed or something and, and Black Adam, you know, goes on a rampage of vengeance because of that because he sees how broken up the kid is and he gets a flashback to his own wife and child who died. Yeah. And then he goes and that's when he decides to be a quote unquote hero. Yeah. You also, know, his mom was pretty reckless with him. Like oh, 100%. They, <laughs> yeah. Like they used him as a distraction to get out of the city yeah. with the mercenaries. With fucking guns. Yeah. Like, their whole plan. He's just plan- skateboarding around like yeah, a 90s Their whole plan kid. is, yeah, I'm going to come with my skateboard. I'm going to give them some tude. I'm going to give them some attitude. Yeah. And then I'm just going to fly by and go. And, like, they're not going to shoot him. Right. Right. <laughs> like, they exactly. just, like, I guess we know they're not going to shoot him. <sighs> yeah. I think that was a real missed opportunity in this movie. And that's what kept, you know, that's one of the things that really kept it from being, like, an amazing movie to me. Because the, the few moments you get when when uh the rock is like being essentially arnold schwarzenegger from terminator 2 when he's like tell him the man in black sent you but he's like no you gotta do that before you kill that guy you know i didn't see the the terminator connection until you said it now i can't unsee it i'm like you're 100 percent. yeah but they just did they it was badly executed yeah exactly and so like when when those little moments happen where it's like you know he he black adam does something and then he doesn't quite understand right like the sarcasm or whatever you know um those were great because you see a bit of dwayne johnson's like charisma shining through but when he's just a stoic robot it's just kind of it's kind of boring and um i felt like they yeah that was a big missed opportunity then we have the justice society of america which was that was kind of a cool thing so um in, I, in this I liked, movie um hawkman's um hawkman dr fate cyclone i like this costume it, it, very fashion. rarely do i ever like a movie costume better than the comics but i feel like i i like the movie version better than what i've seen in the cartoons and comics it was it was pretty cool uh, my, i know I, you weren't a big fan of the helmet i thought it looked great yeah right? my only complaint with hawkman was the helmet i felt like was like two sizes too big okay if they had slimmed it down a little bit it would have been fine but it did look it made his the rest of his body look small and he's you a know? big guy. He's a and he is a big muscular dude. Um, besides that, though, I liked I liked his mace. I liked the wings. I liked the action scenes with him in it. I don't know enough about that character comic wise to know if they did it right yeah. or wrong. Correct us. But is he supposed to be like Batman, where he's like rich and has? I thought all those powers were like magical, but it almost like it's like I the movie couldn't he- decide if it was magical or like tech right that he had might have built yeah because like when that uh, black adam is like starting to tear his wings off or whatever or maybe it was the demon guy i don't remember there's like sparks shooting out I'm like oh are those robot wings but from what i remember of hawkman he's like a uh he's like a egyptian warrior or something reincarnated. again i don't know enough so i'm not yeah. even gonna venture but um 
and that's one thing we should say about the Justice Society is that they are introduced as a pre-established team. Um, there's no backstory to them or anything no. like that. Um, there's a couple lines of dialogue here and there, like found out about like Dr. Fate, you know, the helmet called to him or whatever. And now he can, he can basically see into the future and, you know, make duplicates of himself and do random, you know, non-specific magic. Yeah. Um, then Cy- Cyclone. Strange with the helmet. And yeah. No and- backstory. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, Cyclone does wind stuff, but she's also a computer whiz. And Adam Smasher is just giant man, essentially. He just gets really big and instantly Which gets I wasn't sure if it was him or just the suit, but uh, I guess. Uh, they said he inherited his uncle's powers. Yeah. So I think which was the Fonz, which is kind of funny. That was funny. Henry, And then he never came back for the entire movie again. Yeah. I was like, man, that's that's an easy paycheck for Henry Winkler. He's like. Just hold your phone up and say, like, hey, don't get the suit dirty. I've had it dry clean or whatever, and then we'll give you a million dollars. I mean, who knows how much you got paid. But who yeah, knows, yeah. Um, but uh, I think that the Justice Society was fine to me. Um, I think that with someone like Hawkman, though, there should have been, like, a couple lines of dialogue that kind of explain it. And they were set up perfectly for it. Adam Smasher is new to the team, um, as is Cyclone, apparently. Yeah. Um, so we have these two lenses into the Justice Society where um, they're learning stuff as we are. They learned about the helmet, right? Yeah. Which that was that was used perfectly there, but nothing ever happened with Hawkman. You just accept that Hawkman's really strong and almost indestructible, but apparently not as strong as Black Adam. Yeah. He has wings and a spinning mace, and that's about it. And he can fly, but he also needs a plane. Yeah, an, ind- <laughs> <laughs> an indestructible plane, which also... We never saw one instance of the plane being indestructible. It just flies around, doesn't get hit by anything, and then is immediately destroyed. Yes. So I think I think there. I think as we were kind of like talking about this, I'm realizing where what makes this movie not great is that there's a lot of setup that has no payoff, and then there's a lot of payoff that has no setup. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Where it's like, oh, we're you know we're talking about. We're talking about the indestructible plane this whole time. Like, oh, it's made out of this cool material or whatever. And then it just gets destroyed. There's no payoff to it at all. Or it's like, um, <clears throat> you know, there's like this this fun, jokey relationship between Black Adam and the small child. But there was never, there was never like a lead up to it. It just yeah. instantly kind of happened, you know. <gasps> I think that's kind of the main problem with it. Um, I wasn't a big fan of the music. I thought it was a little weird, but... Um like when they were playing, um, painted black and yeah, all that shit. It was yeah. just a weird like while he's murdering people. I don't know. I thought yeah. it was a weird choice. I think that's and it was weird because as he was murdering people, it was cool the way he was doing it. So that it was, it was there was cool shots. It was just a weird choice. To I, th- I think um, Warner Brothers kind of does that to cheap out a little bit because you know Warner Brothers music owns a lot of music. I'm sure. You oh, know? and they can just I think pull from it. Versus- yeah, same thing with Sony. You know, Sony Music's a big big uh, uh, label, so. I feel like maybe they cheaped out. It's much harder to get someone like freaking John Williams to come in and create a, a, score, a memorable yeah. score for yeah. this movie, right? Um, you know, which it's tough, but it adds to the movie. Like the Avengers theme is so good. Yeah. And like every time you hear it come on, you're like, oh shit. And then when each of the characters in the Avengers shows up, they each have their own theme. Captain America has his own one and stuff. And, you know, it's just, I, I like I like that a little bit more. Um, but it's it's fine. I mean, it, the music didn't really take me out of the movie too much. Uh, there was one weird shot 
yeah. <clears throat> saying that there was a lot of cool shots. It's the one where the rock is flying down, and there's like a big close up of like his forehead. forehead. <laughs> yeah. That looked that a little weird. silly. I saw like a bunch of people putting it on Twitter after. I was like, okay, I'm not the only one that thought it was yeah. a little weird. <laughs> yeah, where it's like, you know, I think they do a similar shot of that with Superman uh, in like Man of Steel. But, you know, it's it's Henry Cavill, so his hair is like flowing. He's got the little curl and stuff, and he's got the cape <laughs> behind him. But when it's The Rock, he's just a big bald man, you know, flying straight at the camera like, oh, Jesus Christ. Um, speaking of The Man of Steel... Um, the little end credit scene that actually we see again Henry Cavill donning the yeah. red, red, blue, and yellow. And it's uh, I thought I thought it was weird. Like <clears throat> when they showed him, I was like, "This is awesome! It's official. He's back." And that's yeah. kind of the way I took it. And it wasn't like two days later or something that he said, "I am officially back." It's like, oh, well, I mean, I saw you in the film. Like, <laughs> I mean, that was official enough to me. Well, that's the thing though is that um, it, it's very possible that he could have just shown up. And, and then it was just a cameo and, you know, just a fun little uh, crowd, uh, what do you call it, fan service kind of thing. And that's the end of it. Like, we don't, you know, like, that doesn't mean there's necessarily more Superman movies or more Justice League movies or whatever. But now that the fact that he's like, I'm back as Superman, you know, for real, for real, that leads the indication that there's going to be actually more movies yeah, and stuff for sure him. so I, I i'm excited for that i love henry cavill as superman i liked man of steel quite a bit um it's gonna be interesting watching them fight yeah great yep now we should talk about like what are what is the future of black adam right are we going to see him in another movie fighting superman or is it going to be a couple movies until we see him interact with anybody else from the DC universe? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I hope James Gunn does have them fight. Um, yeah. I I have full faith in him that he'll do great. So I, I I don't care. I mean, I know it's going to happen. I don't, I don't think they'll do. I mean, DC's never really been great about building movies. They just throw it out there. Like, there right. it is. We don't need to build five movies for one big plot line. Like we're just going to do the big plot line. So I don't know. It could, they could just go straight for it. Yeah. I hope they don't. I hope there's a little bit more buildup. First of all, I think it's very strange that we got this movie now and then Shazam two is coming out next year, I think. And black Adam is not in it, at least as far as we know, as far as we know, but who I, knows? He might show up at the end. Right. Maybe at the after credit scene. That's, that's kind of what I want to see. I'd want to see, Black Adam show up at an end credit scene of um, of Shazam, and and then eventually we'll get a Shazam three with the two of them in it. Well, I mean, unless we see his character grow a lot in this next movie, because at this point, at the end of the first one, he's not ready to fucking fight Black Adam. He's gonna get destroyed, right? And at least from the trailers they showed, it seems like it's the same thing. Like he's still not mastering his abilities. Um, mm -hmm. So unless like it shows him like really progress, but he's also got the the Shazam family, yeah. So you know, so you know, maybe they'll help him out, kind of thing. Um, but I mean, there there has to be a little, you know, Black Adam is the Shazam character except black and evil, yeah. And so I mean, to not have him ever cross over with Shazam in a movie would be kind of strange to me. Um, I think that you know. Uh, we could definitely see him and Shazam, uh, you know, start off as enemies, and then uh, they, them having to combine their powers to defeat someone even bigger. You yeah. know, that's that's your pretty cookie cutter, um, 
movie like a Winter Soldier or whatever, you know, um, where we see that change in the character. So I'm curious if they're going to bring Senor Ben Affleck back. Um, so appar- apparently he's he's coming back in Aquaman, in the next Aquaman. Okay. As Batman. So he might be on the fringes of this uh, continued DCEU. I don't know if we're going to ever get a Batman movie again, but we'll see. A Batman movie would be great, man. Yeah. I know a lot of people didn't like him, but I like him. But I, I like don't know. Now with what's-his-face, um, Twilight guy, I don't know if he's – they're going to throw him in there, but I don't know if it's I don't, like separate universes. Yeah, they're not – at least to me, I don't think that they would ever throw him into that mainline DCEU uh, storyline, mainly because – We've seen movies where all of them interacted with yeah. Bruce Bruce Wayne, Ben Affleck, Batman. So if they introduce this newer guy and they're like, oh, wait, this guy is the same guy who <laughs> joined the Justice League? That, that, that wouldn't really make much sense, I don't think. Um, so I think that'll still be its own offshoot thing. Same thing with Joker 2. I think, you know, if I was James Gunn now, I'd have it so that the – much like the comic books – I'd have my main storyline, uh, DCEU, and then I'd be able to tell whichever stories I wanted in the peripherals. Yeah. You know, um, and just focus on making those good, interesting interpretations of those superheroes. We'll see. We'll see. I wonder who they're going to cast as the Flash now, because Ezra Miller's gone insane. Going to do some time, probably. Yeah, we'll see see what happens. Yeah, that's. That's one thing that's kind of up in the air is we don't know. But that's easy. I mean, he just starts running really fast, and he ends up in a different, you know, multiverse, whatever. Well, if you think about it, Ezra Miller's Flash has only been in the Justice League League. movie primarily, and then there's pictures of him in Batman v Superman or whatever in the after credits scene or something. So I think that we we could definitely recast him fairly easily i think the main thing is is that they have the flash movie that's almost entirely finished at least shooting so do they do reshoots of that do they just not release it what do we do with that one because uh, uh, <laughs> redo it have james gonna do it yeah yeah exactly um but uh yeah i don't i don't know i mean i i liked i liked the rock as black adam I think the movie fell short a little bit for me on on all those things we kind of mentioned, but there was a lot of good stuff. You know, I loved like Pierce Brosnan and Hawkman, or Doctor Fate and Hawkman's kind of uh, charisma between the two of them and their chemistry, fantastic. Um, I think that um, you know Hawkman and Black Adam working together was great as well. Um, so there was a lot to like. I think you know a couple things that kind of missed the mark were like not getting any sort of backstory on any of the justice society really um not not enough now i don't want like a full flashback of like oh here's dr fate fighting the the helmet here's you know hawkman learning his you know learning his powers and coming to realize it but i want a couple lines of dialogue explaining it right and it could be as simple as amanda waller you know talking about it under her case file i actually love that she's starting to pop up in multiple things it's funny that she is like the nick fury of this universe essentially yeah evil but like an evil version yeah um so it's kind of interesting and we did see that she was she has a bunch of supervillains in like cryostasis under her secret base or whatever so maybe maybe she becomes one of the the future villains of oh that, that would be great you know 
that would be, be kind of fun. She's a great actress too, man. Yeah, she plays the she plays the villain. Yeah, uh, what's her name? Octavia Spencer is that her name? I don't remember. Um, and I also love that they brought the the one uh, actress from Peacemaker. That was pretty cool. They showed her. Although, like, I was like, wait, she got demoted. Well, again, maybe we don't know when this takes place in the timeline, but in Peacemaker, she definitely got demoted to like babysitting this B level, uh, quote unquote, hero. Right. Exactly. Um, I was like, I was like, should we tell EG4 is in this? I'm like, oh yeah, he's Shazam. I forgot. Um, the Wizard Shazam, I should say. Um, but yeah, you know, I think. I think it was uh, – there's a lot to like about the movie, for sure. I think that um, – And I'm okay even with the fact that this is a stepping stone towards bigger and greater yeah. things to come. So even even the fact that it was just used as a setup – Viola um, Davis. That's who it was. That's that's Amanda Waller. And The Rock is going to be in more projects. I'm excited for it. So Yeah. I think it's definitely leading towards good things. Um, and, you know – they don't all have to be like, oh, my God, that was the best movie ever. It can be a fun, entertaining one with a few problems here and there. Um, the plot holes are, are are whatever. It's like um, I can look past that as long as the movie's entertaining and fun, and that's what it was, right? See? Any last any last words on that? No, I mean, I, I definitely want to watch it again. I don't know if I want to pay to watch it again, but I definitely want yeah. to see it again to see if there's any other things I might have missed. Yeah, I think, you know, one of the benefits is – of, of these Warner Brothers movies is they show up very quickly on yeah. HBO Max. I think they said, I don't know if it was Thanksgiving or early December. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I imagine they'd want to get in on, on there pretty quickly because everyone will be hanging out with family. Hey, let's throw on a movie. And then they're like, oh, it's Black Adam, you know? Yeah. Um, but I think I think uh, lots of stuff to enjoy. Yes, there was plot holes. It could, it could have been a little bit better. Also, I forgot to bring this up. Um, when the devil guy brings up, like, his skeleton army – that scene looked shitty. Like, it's all the townspeople in this empty Hollywood back lot. Hey, but that kid with the dude came out his hands and up. united everyone. He did the Illuminati sign, and then everyone yeah. was like, oh, yeah, for real. Let's let's do it. Yeah, exactly. And they, they're like, I don't know what this guy's talking about, but I believe him. Yeah. And then, and then they just instantly followed him. Seemed seemed very silly. There, there was a lot, again, payoff with no lead up to it. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, okay, cool, I guess. It's like, I guess we're going to follow what Brown Bart Simpson is saying, and we're going to go yeah. do that. <laughs> kid, help, help us save Kondok. Nah, fuck you, kid. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that shit. Who are you? <laughs> yeah. But, you know, they took their pipes. They took their lead pipes and their two-by-fours. Yeah. Took care of business. And had literally no problems. Also, I will say this. I feel like... I feel like Adam Smasher and Cyclone had very little impact on the entire movie. Oh, yeah. They could have not been there, and it would have been fine. Also, the Justice Society, because Cyclone and Adam Smasher were, like, supposed to be new to the crew or something, right? The two-man crew. Yeah. They, they were like, so it's not really a society. It's just two people. I don't know if it's a society the if there's four people. taken, Cody. Yeah. Couldn't they have just been called the Super Friends? No, they're no, not going to no, do, do that. they're not going to do that. Dude, Although they might with James Wonder Gunn, Twins. James Gunn would definitely do that shit. Hell yeah, for sure. Yeah, and yeah, he would make it work. And they he, they would totally have the Wonder Twins. Oh, absolutely. And they'd make fun of the one that the one guy just turns into bucket of water, bucket of water, <laughs> <laughs> a sponge. Ah! Uh, he'll do it for sure. Yeah, it'll be hilarious. I love it. But uh, yeah, it was a fun movie, entertaining. Don't expect to be like completely blown out of the water, but um, you know, it's a good popcorn eating movie for sure, for sure. All righty. 
getting a lot of messages today. I don't like it. Well, thank you guys for listening. Let us know what you think down in the comments of Black Adam. Is this the uh, saving uh, stroke for uh, DCEU? Is it leading to better, better movies in the future, better properties? Is James Gunn our Lord and Savior? Let us know down in the comments. We want to hear from you guys. While you're down there, make sure you leave a like, leave a subscribe, click a follow, whatever it asks you to do to help keep us in your ear holes or in your eyeball holes. We do appreciate that. If you want to become a patron of the show, check out patreon.com slash nerds of friends. Thank you to all of our patrons who already support the show. We do appreciate you guys. You make this possible. Help us buy cables, cameras, all that good stuff. All stuff we need. Christian, thanks for being the uh, little boy from the 90s to my Black Adam. <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome, dude. Tubular. <laughs> to all the nerds out there, remember, you're not alone. You're with friends. This is Nerds with Friends. Thank you and good night. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Galvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now